Listeners of this podcast series, Ahead of the Curve, know all too well how numerous industries have benefited from the rapidly growing movement to digitalize over the last half dozen years or so. Name an industry and you'll find an ever-increasing level of IT and operational technology at work behind the scenes, putting mountains of data to use. In fact, the phrase, it's all about the data, is practically an old adage now, even though we've only been saying it for a few years. So it may seem odd to realize that the healthcare industry, which has perhaps more potential data than any other industry, has not yet fully grasped how to gather it and how to put it to its best use. That's resulted in fragmented healthcare, where the patient has no clear idea of their road to health, and the system has no clear idea of the patient. Hello, I'm Chris Henry, and this is another episode of Ahead of the Curve, the podcast series about Salesforce technology at work. The series is produced by Gerent, a top-level Salesforce implementation partner and solutions provider. Today, a discussion about the healthcare industry in the United States, why it has to improve, how data is the path to improvement, and what Salesforce offers the industry to realize that improvement. Our guest is Dr. Jose Casada, a trained physician who has focused his career on healthcare administration in many areas, from chief medical officer for Bupa Global and Cigna to the director of finance and operations at the University of Miami Healthcare System. He's currently the vice president of global healthcare at Salesforce. We begin our discussion with an assessment of the level of digitalization in the healthcare system today. I think we have a long way to go uh, when you compare healthcare to other industries, such as retail or banking or hospitality. I also think that COVID has exposed the industry to the need of uh, accelerating that digitalization. Um, And in my mind, digitalization includes um, not only being able to work for hospitals and physicians and health plans in a digital environment and eliminate uh, paper, eliminate manual activities and and really bring automation. I think digitalization is more than that, is actually the consumer experience. I I usually avoid the word patient or member. I think we call it consumer. um, We should pay more attention to them because at the end they're paying for for the industry. But I I think COVID exposed the pains with uh, consumer journey and consumer engagement. So I think in, in that regards, um, there is still more, more work to be done. For example, the adoption of the CRM in healthcare is still, um, there's a still way to go. When we have seen the, the CRM adoption in other industries um, many years ago, it has been extremely successful, not only to know the consumer and know their preferences and, and um, anticipate their needs, but also to make sure that access to services and products has been really facilitated by that digital transformation. In healthcare, we, we gotta definitely implement that uh, CRM as fast as possible because it's going to have an impact on patient, on consumer access to care, uh, consumer access to telehealth, for example, to uh, uh, being able to see a physician, to uh, schedule an appointment, to learn about their medical conditions, prepare patient education. So. Again, I think there's plenty to be done, but I'm hopeful that the industry is recognizing the need uh, to move in that direction, again, especially after COVID. 
I find it interesting that you that you don't refer to patients, you refer to consumers. And I think that's that's interesting for a couple of reasons, because when we think about, you know, a digital technology being applied, you know, outside healthcare in retail, to use your example from earlier, it is all about being customer or consumer centric and not thinking about product so much as thinking about the customer and thinking like the customer. Is that why uh, is that why you refer to consumers of healthcare over and above the fact that they're the ones who are paying for it? Exactly. Uh, I, and I think if we switch even the basic terminology on the health plan side, um, on the health insurance, they tend to call them members. On the provider side, they tend to call them patients. I think we call them consumers and we understand that our job in the industry is to make sure that those consumers are happy and have easy access to services and products, even though that there may be different payment mechanisms in the middle. At the end of the day, they are the ones that are, are purchasing in, in the industry, either through you know, their employer or you know, cell pay or covering out of pocket. But if you put them at the center as consumers, as in other industry, we, we work for them. We want to make sure that the consumer is the one that is actually receiving the right services at the, at the right time and having a, a, a good experience. Let, let me comment on MPS. MPS is, is something that is struggling uh, in healthcare industry. Some, some organizations even have negative MPS. When you compare the MPS of healthcare with the MPS of retail, or banking or hospitality, there's significant differences. So that's why I call them consumers. I think if we, we adopt that term, we definitely uh, are going to make that shift that it is about the consumer, it's about uh, people, right? What makes healthcare so different from other industries is the sheer number of medical personnel that can be involved with one patient or consumer, as Dr. Casada says. You've got GPs, specialists, technicians, hospital administrators, emergency room physicians, nurses, physiotherapists, patient transportation companies, the list goes on. And all these people could be involved with a single patient on any given day. That's an awful lot of data silos. So how can that possibly be managed in a cohesive way? Well, look at today, uh, the challenges regarding data uh, in healthcare. Data does not even belong to the consumer. Your credit score and your credit history belongs to you and is stored, managed by the credit bureaus. Uh, but you have the right to look at your information every year. You have the right to dispute that information. You provide access to, if you're going to buy a car, you're going to buy a home you provide authorized access to those organizations to access your financial information. That doesn't happen in healthcare yet. So there's still legislation coming in about access to data and giving that power to the consumer. So that's something that needs to be solved um, where you own your own uh, health and wellness information and then you ensure that it's accurate and then you ensure that you give access to you know, a pharma company or a hospital or a physician, et cetera. So that, that's one area. The, the, the other area, as you mentioned, is the legacy system, the silos, the inability for interoperability in the ecosystem. So again, more or less legislation also coming in, in that respect, but it's still not agile enough to make sure that the information is flowing faster. If I go to a hospital today and, and then tomorrow I go to another hospital, 
they don't share the, the, the information about me with the consequences on, on clinical outcomes that that could, could have, um, drug interactions, repeating procedures, et cetera. So the silo system, I, I think the industry realizes that they're expensive, they're inefficient, they're um, difficult to maintain. So we, we see uh, this thinking about the CRM in healthcare, but the CRM has to be thought in a strategic way. So it's really about getting rid, rid of the silos and getting rid of those legacy applications and really put the CRM at the center and out of the CRM run some of the critical processes. So unless we see that happening, the silos will, will stay in the industry. I, I've seen some uh, organizations in part of my job where we have conversations, yes, we want to get into the CRM, et cetera, but then internal politics or budget restraints or lack of strategic thinking, purchase a CRM and its, its use is limited to some uh, a few use cases and they start bringing more tactical solutions and more uh, point solutions. So I think that, you know, in the case of hospitals and health plans, they really need to think about the simplification of the IT architecture and using the CRM as, as the backbone uh, to support uh, the operations going forward. Again, to make it easier for the member, uh, the consumer and the employees as well. Um, let's not forget the employee experience as well. So who would you target first? I mean, given, given the uh, components of the healthcare chain, would you start with uh, GPs? Would you start with the hospitals? Where would you begin? Well, let me comment that Salesforce has been on the healthcare industry for a few years. Uh, we, we developed Health Cloud is the CRM for the health industry. And we started on five different verticals. Uh, the public sector, let's not forget that public sector still plays a significant role in healthcare especially in the U.S. and many other countries as well, uh, with CMS, then pharma, uh, medtech, and then uh, providers and health plans. So we have been supporting um, all these uh, different five verticals over the past few years. Um, I think it needs to start in all these verticals. I think leadership in either in hospitals, uh, health plans, or some of the life sciences companies, um, even Medicare tends to, to sometimes be at the forefront of uh, the need for digital transformation. It needs to start a leadership at these levels. And I think the physicians and the nurses uh, leadership also play a key role because they are the first, the, the ones that are in the front lines. And this type of technology really makes it easier for them to support consumers. So I, I think it's for all of us to own this and push for this, but starting with leadership and the, the large organizations is probably you know, the, the right driver. In the financial sector, industries like insurance and banking depend heavily on being able to leverage the personal data of their clients. The medical profession does the same thing times 10. Personal medical data is the lifeblood, so to speak, of healthcare. So issues around data privacy and protection are paramount. But Dr. Casada doesn't see that data protection is something to be feared in a digitalized environment. Well, first, we have plenty of regulations about that, HIPAA uh, in, in the US, GDPR in Europe, and many other uh, in other parts of the world. And then uh, Salesforce uh, absolutely committed that it's always um, one of the key elements in our products 
to ensure the data and security um, is right uh, top and center. So our applications are in, in full compliance. We have seen significant threats in, in action on, on uh, data security in, in many other different industries, as well as in healthcare. But I think, you know, Salesforce, again, put uh, data security at the top, especially in healthcare, because of the sensitivity of the data. And, and I think there's a degree of data security that comes from simply having that data uh, in the cloud as opposed to on-premises. Uh, correct. And um, the other coming is we have partners that build on top of Salesforce technology. And before they, they can go live as active partners, they have to go also through a very rigorous uh, data security testing, um, again, to make sure that the entire Salesforce ecosystem is fully secure and compliant. There are often times when a patient requires a level of care that must be coordinated among several members of a medical team. According to Dr. Casada, this is where HealthCloud can be of vital use to ensure there are no redundancies or gaps in the care plan. And to accomplish that, HealthCloud uses artificial intelligence. HealthCloud is designed as an engagement tool and coordination tool. So starting by having all the relevant information about a consumer in one place, what we call the patient 360, the member 360, the consumer 360. So you know the key elements of clinical data about a consumer, uh, their personal preferences about how they, they want to interact with the organization. There's a functionality called the timeline that allows to see key uh, events in the past for that member or patient or consumer as well as what's happening in the future. So all these elements of having the right information right in front of the uh, care team is, is really key for that coordination because I, I have the full information and, and also the, the ability to really interact with the consumer the way they want, which uh, increases engagement and therefore improve it, improves outcomes. So member 360 is one. The other one is the ability to have, to see the journey of this member before and after and then the collaboration among the, the care teams. So everybody that is working on this consumer is going to see the same information with the security levels needed. But all these three elements really allow the tool to help in coordinating care, which is very complex. So on top of these three elements, we have used to call Einstein Analytics. Now we call it Tableau CRM, which is the artificial intelligence inside our cloud that allows to take some of the key pieces of data and provide the next best actions to the rep that is working either on the service center or on the clinical center to provide that next best action for that consumer. So I mentioned before how other industries anticipate uh, consumer needs by knowing them. So this circle of I get more data about you, I know you better, then I can anticipate uh, your needs better. We have seen examples of that at Amazon, for example. You go into Amazon and you're looking for a telescope and then um, they, they start sending you recommendations about telescopes, et cetera. So the power of artificial intelligence in, in Sahel Cloud it is definitely one of those uh, key functionalities that allow us to, to do a better coordination of care, identifying gaps in care, social determinants of health, uh, making sure that there, there's no sending the consumer to places that they already been. Um, so it's, it, to me, it's, it's really powerful to ensure that not only there, there is a better consumer experience, but also there is 
a lot of opportunity to reduce costs in care and to improve outcomes. You know, one of the one of the major elements within the healthcare today is, of course, addressing an aging population. I mean, we're all, <laughs> unfortunately, we're all getting older, and and it's also along with that is is a desire to see elderly folks being able to stay in their own homes longer, so that they don't end up ahead of their time in in a long-term care facility, for example. Is there a role for Health Cloud in in helping patients stay and live in their own homes longer? Can can Health Cloud be employed that way? Uh, Absolutely, and I'm glad that you asked that question. It's not only about aging, Chris. It's also about chronic conditions. Unfortunately, chronic conditions are probably the, the, the main health issue in the world is related to cardiovascular disease, diabetes, pulmonary disease, COPD, asthma. These conditions are the ones that are, as we age, are impacting our lifestyle and our uh, the cost of care. So more than, and definitely care at home is really important, but we at Salesforce have the view or the point of view that should be care anywhere. So you are at home, you are at work, you are on vacation, you should be able to manage your care uh, from anywhere at any time. And digital plays a, a critical role to support that because the same way that you manage your bank account from wherever you are, and you can make transfers and make payments, you should be able to access care, to learn about care, to send data about your diabetes using IoT, to uh, do online coaching and patient education. So many things that you can do from a mobile digital infrastructure uh, to support your health from anywhere again. No? So in, in Health Cloud, uh, for us, is the basis of that because we can do IoT support organizations to provide IoT to provide, to provide telehealth, to talk about coordination of care, the ability to create care plans, the ability to create portals and mobile applications to expose members and consumers to access to any content inside Health Cloud. So I, I, we think that Health Cloud is kind of the backbone to build that care anywhere ability for, for organizations. Dr. Quesada paints a compelling picture of the need for something like Health Cloud in the healthcare system. Healthcare around the world is under intense strain. COVID has proven that, but it's only one pressure point, albeit a big one. An aging population is another. Chronic health issues create an immense problem in the United States. Issues like these, as well as many others, combine to make managing a healthcare system extremely difficult. Health Cloud offers the means and the tools to improve the situation. The question is, how quickly will adoption occur? I think it's moving pretty fast. I expect that in the next three years, I'm always optimistic, but I think in the next three years, we're going to see significant changes. Um, I don't think that digital transformation is going back to pre-COVID levels. I think that will continue to accelerate. The organization will continue to learn and innovate in this space and we're going to see more adoption. I don't want to leave the small, uh, medium-sized organizations out. I think they're going, they they probably provide care to to, uh, the majority of the population. They're going to see the need as well. If you talk about rural, uh, remote uh, hospitals, standalone hospitals, 
they also need these type of tools uh, to be more efficient, uh, to growth and to be able to compete. We, we haven't talked about some of the new entrants in the healthcare space, um, such as Walmart, such as Amazon Care, Best Buy Health. Uh, so these are non-traditional competitors that are coming with a very consumer-focused approach and a highly digital operation, making things very simple. So that segment of small and medium uh, size uh, providers and health plans are going to be competing with them. Um, so I think that is also going to help accelerate uh, the implementation and the adoption of CRM and health plan in our case. So I'm, I'm very positive. You've been listening to Ahead of the Curve, produced by Gerund in cooperation with Salesforce. Our thanks to Dr. Jose Casada, Global VP of Healthcare at Salesforce, for sharing his thoughts and views on healthcare and health cloud. Our technical producer is Dave Grine from the Acme Podcasting Company in Toronto, and I'm Chris Henry. Thanks for joining us.